Hey, hey. Hello there. How are you doing? I am doing fine. Cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Welcome to the second episode of the Trespass Alley podcast. Hell yeah. My pleasure to be here. I mean it. Yeah. Okay, so for the viewers... The uh, just, um, uh, sorry, I did a little bit making earlier. Um, the main topic of this podcast is going to be how the media loves to blow new viruses out of proportions, mainly the coronavirus. And yes. How the um, whole oh, it's lethal is act is complete and utter bullshit. It's only lethal if you have a weak immune system or you had pre-existing, um symptoms like i don't know what the symptoms are but you know um it first so you know i don't know well from my understanding they're quite similar they're quite typical of uh you know normal kind of like flu-like symptoms i could be wrong on that but and uh, like a person then it just gets progressively worse yeah and and, uh get the flu that you need to be immediately quarantined i mean if you do have the flu around the time the day before the coronavirus seemingly disappears like every other virus like swine flu ebola and shit like that like like if, if like you stop hearing about it by the time you get get the flu you probably wouldn't have to go to the hospital but if you're still hearing about it and, and the people are still being quarantined Maybe you should, then maybe, yeah, go to the hospital. Right. I have a couple theories on why the news seems to just absolutely love shit like this. You know, one of that is they're running out of shit to talk about. They're really, they're losing credibility. They're, they're desperate to get fucking uh, people back or, well, keep people, should I say. And so, I mean, they need, the truth of the truth truth of it is you know it's an exciting thing that's going on you know it may not be the right word for it but you know the Careful. coronavirus is right. definitely newsworthy you know like i mean people are getting infected and that that there's nothing you know that's true and then they're they're quarantining these people as a precaution like a lot of people think oh they're quarantine quarantining people we're in a, we're in an epidemic that's not true at all. Exactly. And, like, honestly, the, w- the reason that news stations are constantly losing credibility is all the shit they've lied about in the past. It takes it take Fox News and how they lied about the furry fandom in the past. That's the one that they, they, lost, they lost credibility for all furries back then because, you know, they were just lying for views, and I was, that's an actually another thing. News stations—they never report anything good or whatever that are going on in life. They always report the bad because they know that the bad things and the lies will get views. That's why, like, say, like if Fox News decided to go up now and say all, oh, all furries are zoophiles or whatever, right? Views. It's not them saying that all the stuff they said in the past about furries. And everything you've ever heard about how all the bad shit that you've heard about in the in the past is false. That would not get views, if anything. Right. That, may, that would 
that would just get the furry haters to say, well, fuck you. Because there's a lot right. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more furry haters out there than actual furry. Yeah, and that's you know, that's a sad truth, but the reason why they do the bad news is, you know, in all honesty, that excites us as human beings more than the good news does. Like it's literally built into kind of our nature. Like we have more words. Literally, we have more words to describe a negative thing than we do a positive thing. This has been this has been documented very well in uh, um, like restaurants. You know, if the food's really good, you know, the odds of that person sharing that it's good is nowhere near the odds of that person sharing if the food was bad. This has been actually like well documented. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, if you think about it, like, a car crash is more, is way more exciting to people than a than a wedding. Right. It's it's morbid curiosity is what it is, and and it affects every single one of us. You know. Yeah, it's most. We, it's most we like, can't help in Canada. Like, you don't really like hear about that in like other countries or whatever. Like, if there's like a crash on the freeway in America, and like you know. Um, like down and like California Highway or whatever, like doesn't even have to be a, like a crash. It just it, it could be just a spin out. Everyone on the other freeway is just gonna stop. Well, that's that's kind of true, but like also, you know, they they kind of need to report that to uh, kind of tell people to kind of steer clear of that area. But it is also because it's uh, dramatic, you know. Yes, but. The thing I don't get is like, why do people on the other freeway, like on the other side, like on the other partition, need to stop? The people on right. the where the spin out happened, I can understand that. But huh. other side of the partition, it makes no sense. Go on with your day, leave this person alone. Huh. Yeah, for sure. I've definitely seen that happen, you know, on the other side. It's like, it's like, an accident happened on both sides. It's really weird because everybody has to rubberneck and look, you know, that again, that that's part of, you know, morbid curiosity. You know, we as human beings really can't look away from that shit. It, it's yeah. It may be negative. It may be morbid, but it's interesting. You know, yeah, it's disgusting, but you know, we're still going to fucking look at it. Right. <clears throat> but, um, to uh, kind of get back to the uh, like the coronavirus and stuff, <clears throat> as you're an example, you know, this shit. I mean, I just got off. The, I just talked to someone yesterday. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, on a podcast, this podcast will actually be up tomorrow. Um, I talked to someone who uh, is from California, and they're like genuinely scared that this shit's going to turn into just something crazy and, you know, everybody's going to get infected and it's going to slow down the economy. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is not like the flu is 10 times the threat. The coronavirus wishes it was, it really is, you know? Yeah, I get it. Like it's completely another bullshit. Because we've seen things like the swine flu, mad cow disease, Ebola, Zika, all that shit go by, and you never really hear about it anymore. The only one you really hear about again nowadays 
is Ebola. And the sole reason for that is because of the fact that it, it, they got dragged into a semi-offensive meme. Nor did <laughs> right. 2018 when it came out? No, it was like 20, beginning of 2019 or something like that. I think I think it was yeah around that time yeah. And the only reason that you know, like I said, people hear about it is is because of that, and it's now just a right. joke because you rarely ever hear about it. It's not like an epidemic or anything of the sort. Like technology is going to well, save our ass again and again. People well, I mean, for no reason. Well, the thing about Ebola is, I mean, Ebola is at least like a very deadly virus, you know. Ebola is a serious, serious condition. You know, if you have Ebola, you're you're down for the count. Like, you need to go to the hospital. You know. I know that, but I mean, like nowadays, right. like like I'm pretty sure, uh, like, the only place that you really ever hear about people getting Ebola is in Africa, where it originated. Right. Well, I'm not sure it originates there, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely more dangerous there because they don't have access to. Uh, you know, modern day medical supplies like like we do here. So people hear, you know, hear Ebola and oh, yeah, you know, Ebola is, you know, the super deadly virus and it spreads everywhere. Yeah. In Africa, it does. It's not going to do that in a Western country, you know, no, when people think not a chance. No, when people think of Ebola, they think of do you know the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so true. What Ebola to know the way? That's so true. Well, I know how offensive it can be, but you get my point. I do get your point. Absolutely. Hear about that shit anymore? Yeah. Now it's all about. I mean, I'm telling you, in a month, nobody is gonna. This shit is gonna be gone. It's not gonna be a threat. You know, it. It's gonna turn into a racist Chinese joke. I swear to God. You're probably right, and um. What? I wouldn't be surprised if it's already uh, turned into that, you know. Samurai tales with the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, is my audio sounding okay? Yeah, it sounds the same as it always does. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, I know it's not like the best, so I apologize to your viewers. You know, it's not. But as long as you can, you know, understand what I'm saying, you know, if that's if it, if that kind of gets bad, just let me know. Yeah, don't worry. I'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's just, it, honestly, it's like it's just news and government bullshit, like to distract us from like the real problems in the world. Like honestly, like right, like with forests burning down, like you know, like fucking like um. Like Australia burning down. I have a couple of friends in Australia. One of them, who is one of my best friends, and she said, and at one point she said that the virus was so fucking bad that like the, like the smoke was just like all around her her town, and she, and it wasn't and it was not safe for her to go outside. Yeah, probably it's probably bad. You breathe that shit in, you probably get a respiratory infection. Exactly, and like. There's another thing. The richest man in the world, the mo- the amount of money that he donated for that was legitimately only worth three minutes of how much he makes every day. And yeah, what there were legitimately sex workers who got banned from Instagram 
made more money in donations to send it to Australia than this bastard. You're referring to Jeff Bezos, right? I don't know what their name is. I know that it was a couple of um, female sex workers who um, who sold their nudes. Uh, like, like I think that they sent their links um, to their OnlyFans page on Instagram or something. Well, I'm talking about the uh, richest man in the world. Oh, I thought you were talking about the sex workers. No, no, sorry. As far as I know, that's uh, that is now Jeff Bezos and. Yeah, that's probably like literally he probably makes like like a half a million every second. Like he probably what he donated, he probably donated like 1% of what he saves from not from getting tax write offs. So, yeah, he's not he's not that special. I mean, yeah, it's nice that he gave the money, you know, I mean, that's going to help and all. But like, I'm, I'm sure he thinks he's like, I'm sure he's real proud of that, you know. Yeah, and then there are people who who basically sold pictures of their body through links on, on their Instagram, which they got banned for that that donated more money than he did. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, think about that. Like, I mean, like these people are like average people who sometimes barely make rent. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of times that's why people do it. But also, I mean, some people just do it because they you know they they want to, they like it, but. A lot of times people do it because, you know, no, they need, they need the money. And these people raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars as just a donation to a burning country. Right. I used to uh, think like income inequality was bullshit, but like you stop to think about it. Like, I wonder how many like of the lowest, poorest people in the world, I wonder how many of them would have to scrape their money together to equal what Jeff Bezos is worth. I bet that number would be like a staggering amount of people, like hundreds of millions of people, you know? Exactly. And there are people like, you know, they can't even get jobs nowadays. They're stuck on fucking disability. Right. The world just fucking sucks. And then there's this, this bastard who I'm pretty sure he doesn't even really do anything to make money, he's just owns. I think he owns like a couple of. I think he owns like uh, like a bunch of companies or whatever. Jeff Bezos, he owns Amazon. Oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's like literally more rich than Bill Gates. But I've heard I've actually heard Bill Gates is actually like a really decent person. Like Bill Gates, yeah, he's rich as shit. But like Bill Gates regularly donates his money to charity. Because what the hell are you going to do with $100 billion a year? Are you really just going to keep all that? Like, are you serious? You can only buy so many damn mansions, you know? Very true. Plus, like, um, this guy, what was his name again? Uh, Jeff Bezos? Just, yeah, Jeff Bezos or something like whatever he said. Or... Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Bezos, okay. I said Bezos. My, my bad, sorry. It <laughs> sounds very familiar. It's a B, not a P. Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it, okay, but anyways, like, anyways, like, this guy, um, basically, if I remember correctly, um, you know, treats his employees like shit from our member that Amazon is a very bad company to work for. Uh, I've actually heard it's, uh, it's not a, it's actually a pretty, 
decent company to work for, but that's after uh, a lot of people put pressure on him. You know, that's uh, very similar to what, uh, you know, companies like, uh, like Walmart is doing, you know, they're, they're one of the biggest companies in the world, you know, along with Amazon. And so a lot of eyes are on them. So um, from my understanding, they actually get paid a semi-decent wage now. But that's after I don't think they did that because, oh, hey, you know, guys, let's let's uh, let's go into you know, these guys are really the heart of the company. I mean, they're really earning us all the money. So let's let's give them a nice, decent wage. No, that's not what they're doing. They're saying, hey, let's uh, bump these fools up a little bit. Let's give them two, three bucks extra an hour to get the get the press off our backs. I guarantee that's what they're doing. Exactly. Like only they only care about money as well as their public view. They don't want right. if the press keeps harassing them for that shit. No one's really gonna want to go to Walmart anymore. Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line nowadays. The bottom line is money. That's the root of all evil, and I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. Yeah, like hell, like even like you know, shit like jewelry is fucking expensive. Like it's a fucking rock, you bastards. Oh yeah, that that's actually. Uh, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because uh, things like diamonds are actually seriously, like truly, not worth near that much. They are artificially inflated. This was actually something that uh, uh, happened in. Oh, I don't know exactly the date it happened, but it happened. Uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, something like that, and uh, they marketed this. You know, they you you know you hear you know a diamond is a girl's best friend. You know, right? Yeah, so no, you, it's, no, it's because she 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 put a bullet in your fucking wallet. That's what. Well, well, the market companies advertise it, and you know they say that. So you know now you get married. Oh, you just have to have a diamond diamond ring. So, you know, the guy's like, oh, shit. Like, this seriously, like, my dad bought my mom a three half carat ring for 2,500 $2, bucks, right? She bought her, she bought him an iron ring, just a regular old iron ring for a hundred. Wow. It's a scam. It's a scam. It really is. They are not worth that much. They are not worth they are not worth like the a thousand bucks per carat. They're not nearly worth it. It's artificially inflated. Yeah. I mean like, fuck, like there was like this, um, purple and white, um, like some sort of, um, stone or gems, um, giant skull in the local, um, gem shop that was worth, um, 1.5 K Canadian dollars. And I'm just like you bastards. It's right. like it, it was a decent size. Like if you see like those rock salt lamps, it, it was around that the size of those. And a rock salt lamp, the one that I have, was only was only worth a hundred Canadian. So like right. seventy for you. What? How much for me? I'm sorry. Seventy-five. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. And yeah, it's just like holy shit, like. Like yeah, it's a decent it's a decent lamp or whatever. It looks nice, but it's it shouldn't be that expensive. Well, and to be fair, you know, it's it is a you know it is hard to 
cut diamonds, you know, nice and perfect and polish them. But even then, like, even then, literally what a diamond is, is compressed heated carbon. It's carbon. It's no different than graphite. It's the same thing. I think it's graphite. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's, it's graphite and diamond are made of, are made of carbon. That's all they are, you know, just like the carbon that's in our bodies right now. You know, it's it's just a damn element. It's not worth anything. My ass is worth a diamond. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to be immature there for a second. Hey, get a laugh. Yeah, get a laugh because that's all our world is now. It's just a big joke. <clears throat> I mean, laugh laugh does help people cope. You know, it's actually a pretty good. Uh, coping mechanisms that's actually one thing i'm uh i'm starting to learn how to do you know yeah i get it uh, so i um another and you know speaking of how like the world is a joke another thing that's a joke is you know the government like in the sense that you know like, they expect us to trust them but they always whenever you ask them a question that you want to know about the government they say oh it's classified that's right. what got us into the whole Area 51 situation. Right. It's actually kind of funny how, like, that just became a thing, like, how everybody's like, oh, you know, everybody kind of realized, like, what are you going to do if, if 50,000 people show up to Area 51? You're just going to kill us all? You know, like, yes. they couldn't. It, it, well, I mean, they can try. They're not, I mean, people are probably not going to do that because for sure people are going to die. You know, they, they, they don't joke around. You you take a step up, you're going to get shot and you're going to die. And they they are authorized to do that. hundred yeah, percent. I like it, but I mean, like, the, these are like the type of people that have already been through the Iraq war. Yeah, right. So, like, if they have if they have no problem killing people from another country, what like do you think they really have a problem killing a bunch of stupid kids? Well, it's just it's just their orders is what it is, you know. When you're in the military, you know, orders come first. Good soldiers follow orders. That's right. I mean, and I, I uh, fans all right. <laughs> what was that? I had to say I had to make that reference for the Star Wars fans. It was from. Oh, it was from Follow orders was a quote from the was from the la, uh, last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, that shit flew. That shit flew over my head. I'm not. I'm not a Star Wars person. Well, I mean, the final season of the Clone Wars is going to be on Disney Plus. So if you have Disney Plus, watch the series. It is so good. I do. You want to? You want to know something? You want to know why it's so good? Mall. Well. It's made by the same guy that made Samurai Jack. And that and I don't know if you've seen that show, but that show's pretty good too, you know. What do you mean Dave Filoni? No, no, like uh the Clone Wars, like the car you're talking about like the cartoon, right? Like the cartoon show? No, Star Wars the Clone Wars, the like not like the three D an animation one. Oh shit, I feel I feel stupid now. I've seen the other one though. No, I'm talking about the one where Maul comes back. I guess I'm not familiar with that one. I thought you were talking about like this, the, like an animated series kind of thing. 
No, I've seen that one, but I'm talking about like the one that came out in like 2008, I believe, is when the first episode came out. Hmm. I guess I guess I'm not familiar with that. But after the Star Wars, the Clone Wars movie came out, and that huh. movie actually got a bunch of mixed reviews. I enjoyed it as a kid, but you know whatever. But right. and, uh, let's get back to the whole um, problems with the government and shit like that, because like with the whole. Er- um, Area 51 thing, like, personally, I, I think that, you know, the, the aliens do exist in the, and, and that the government is actually is hiding them at Area 51, but they're hiding them there for our safety, because, like, like right. we're, like, it's, it's more, the more, ugh, sorry, the reason that I think that there are so many aliens in movies, whether it be from E.T. to Predator to fucking um, uh, the uh, the Navi from Avatar. Where do you think the ideas for those came from? Like, it may, yes, it may have just come from the brain, but I'm thinking maybe no. I'm thinking maybe that uh, the government leaked some of the Im- some images of a- of aliens of the aliens that they have in their in Area 51. To uh, to these Hollywood movie stars that they could trust. That that could be what happened, but also you know, the idea of aliens is not that's nothing new. You know, we look up and we're we're like, dude, you know, that's a big freaking universe, and you know, kind of, I think a lot of you know, kind of creative people, um, really, uh, really, uh, kind of you know, get creative with that with uh, you know what an alien looks like true i mean it could be either way could be a mix of both it could be a mix of both now like i will go ahead and say that like the odds of our the odds of aliens existing are basically 100 percent. now that doesn't mean that we have come into contact with them but like if you think about it there are like there are quadrillions upon quadrillions of like planets out there and you're gonna you're gonna really sit there and tell me that this one little speck of dust well this one little rock and this one little this one little solar system and this one little galaxy is the only one with life on it you get off your high horse we're not the most yeah. other we're probably the dumbest species out there to tell you the truth well, we, we, you never know, though. I mean, it's literally up to up to the imagination, you know. You know, a lot of people, all the aliens you see are, you know, bipedal, you know, human, human resembling kind of, you know, they all have, most of them have two arms and two legs. You know, some of them may have like four eyes or whatever. But like, if you think about it, like, that's all we have to go off of is ourselves, you know. In all reality, it could be a freaking an alien out there. It could be the shape of a, I don't know, a water bottle for all we know. Well, I mean, like it, like not all aliens that we've seen in movies are bipedal or whatever, but like most of the intelligent ones are. Well, even even like the alien, like like Predator, you know, even that's kind of like, it's not human at all, but it is still kind of. Uh, human it's kind of uh well it, it's uh what am i trying to say here kind of you know like kind of spider-like kind it's of arachnid furry 
if you want to say like it's kind of like a scaly yeah a a very intricate very creepy scaly exactly but like um there are technically aliens um that are in like movies begins that like are intelligent that aren't like human-esque in the least and um well i don't know if this one would be classified as an alien or not. Um, Hermaeus Mora from the Elder Scrolls series. Um, I don't think... He, I, 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 there's a mix between whether he's like... Whether you classify him as an alien or a god. Because... Basically... Because... Um, his... Uh, uh, basically, he's like, like basically uh, what is referred to is a Daedra, which um, in the game, it's in, it's in the game, translates to not our ancestors, and they're basically like the gods who chose to keep their forms. But these ones, specific, uh, this one specifically can like change his form to whatever he wants, like, or at least the more powerful ones can change their form to whatever they want, but he chooses to be a okay. rival tentacles. Well, I mean, what's the difference between aliens and gods? I say, what's the difference? Very true. I but... mean, they're both from, they're both up in the sky. They're both pretty much we see them as all powerful. We can't prove that both either exist. I mean, I think you'd be able to prove an alien exists a little bit more easy than a god, but but still, you know, you you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, on all, on, in all honesty, I think when people are, are saying, oh, God, is this, whatever, I'm pretty sure people, what it really is, is that God is just an alien. Like, you think, like, say, like, a demon from hell, like a hellish creature with bat wings. That this, that could describe, uh, describe, like, a lot of alien species that you would see in a movie. Right. Like, how even that um one red alien with the horns in the very first Star Wars film um, was based heavily off the devil. Hell, Maul yeah. Star Wars was based off the devil. <clears throat> Shit, he's like basically space devil. Both are, yes. <laughs> well, more so the one the dude from the original um, Star Wars film, like uh, basically what is now known as just as a new hope but yeah the dude like the red dude from the ca cantina with like the big black horns going right off of his forehead up up like like basically like like goat horns that are like right on his forehead instead of on the sides going up and back i always thought that guy looked like the the that creature from insidious you ever seen that movie yes actually insidious are Oh shit! No, I, I was thinking of another movie with a with like a red dude with like with broken horns or something. What the fuck was that movie called? Oh, are we talking about Hellboy? Hellboy, thank you. Yes, wasn't that? I love that. That movie's badass. I haven't seen that movie. Those movies in a long time. Don't watch the new one. Like the old ones are the best ones. The new one is apparently like shit. Well, you never know until you see it. Like, a lot of people were saying that the solo Star Wars story was shit, and I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this, but it was a decent film. Hey, I agree Good. with that. That's actually one of the ones I've seen, and I, I enjoyed the movie. You saw Solo? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I did. I actually enjoyed that movie. But you know why people have a problem with it, don't you? Yeah, because, that. well, that and and... 
you know, Star Wars, I mean, there, there are people that worship that shit, you know, when, you, when they do shit. That... I'm, like they're, they're like companies out there that make like custom, like fighting lightsabers. There are legitimately schools to train you in fencing with those fighting lightsabers. Like it's a fucking religion on this planet, practically. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and like that. Um, I'm going to be getting like a saber forged lightsaber eventually, but point being is that <laughs> they're about to do worship it. Yeah, and uh, that's why, you know, I've actually heard this theory. I, I think uh, the the film theorist, I don't know if you know who that is on YouTube, like the game theory guy. Who it is. Huh? I know exactly who that dude is. I love his Coraline series. Yeah. Oh, shit. He, well, he, I think he does this review on, on why, I think it was titled like, why we made Star Wars bad. And the thing of it is, is, you know, again, people worship that shit and like, oh, all of a sudden we're getting an, ep- you know, a Star Wars episode seven. And, you know, we're like, oh, we're so amped, you know, let's let's do all these theories and let, let's let's try to figure out what's going to happen, you know. And then they, they just hype themselves up for something that I mean, they're hyping themselves up. And meanwhile, Disney is making their own thing, you know. And then, then the movie comes out and, you know, you read all the theories online. You're like, ah, this is what's going to happen, you know. Then it turns out it's completely different. And I think that's, uh, that was his argument that uh, that's why a lot of the new Star Wars stuff is supposed to be, you know, really shitty. I mean, they were. I mean, one theory was kind of right. That Snoke is protein. At... He wasn't, but Palpatine created him. So, in a sense, yes, he is, but also he isn't. Like he was in, heavily involved with it. He was controlling him. Yeah. Well, um, that would uh, you know a lot of people like the Mandalorian, and oh, uh, fuck yes. Well, I mean that's something that's new. I mean, sort of. I think there was sort of like you know like Mandalorian kind of thing, like. Wasn't Boba Fett like kind of a Mandalorian or something like that? Fake one. He just wore the armor. Okay. Well, Jango Fett and Jango Fett was not a Mandalorian in the least. Although, well, I mean, technically you could classify him as one now, considering the fact that the Mandalorian now, instead of it just being a race, it is a it is like a religion, basically. Like, right. Like you know. Um, you don't actually have to be from Mandal or the planet of Mandalore in order to be a Mandalorian. You just you could be a foundling, which is basically adopted by a, a specific group. Which, yeah, um, uh, man, well, was the main character of the Mandalorian. I forget what his name is, but um, but um, that's how he got you know, you know, became a Mandalorian. Is that he was found after um, the, like the droids from the from the Clone Wars were destroying his planet? And yeah, isn't he isn't he human like the Mandalorian? Like spoilers, just in case. Humans. I think the only exception to it is Baby Yoda, because he is now a Falcon. <laughs> he can find his own home. Baby Yoda is now a meme. Well, he was a meme. Like I guess that that already went out of style, you know. Yeah. But but that 
But like, tech, but technically, um, Baby Yoda is really the only exception. And as far as we know, to the Mandalorians are all humans. Yeah. Well, you've seen a Mandalorian; it's always been a human. Well, have you ever seen them without their helmets, though? And the Clone Wars, yes, you do. And in the prequels, yes. Oh, well, I mean, uh, uh, Jango Fett was really the only one, but he wasn't really a Mandalorian at that in can at that point, but. In the Clone Wars, you saw many character, many characters like um, the leader of Death Watch, Pre Vizsla, took off his helmet a lot. Um, his one of his lieutenants, Bo Katan, took her helmet off a lot. Like it's just in the new Mandalorian show that they don't really do that because it's yeah, a um, specific one. It's that for that specific clan because in the well, Clones, all, the only clan that we really saw of like Mandalorians with armor was Clan Vizsla. We never really saw any of the other clans. I see. Um, well, uh, that theory that uh, Matt Pat said, you know, that, that could almost explain why, you know, something like Solo, that could almost explain why that people don't like that, but people like the Mandalorian. Because, like, the Mandalorian is, it's still the Star Wars universe but it's still something, it's much more fresh, you know, it's much more, you know, maybe, maybe they existed in the Clone Wars and stuff, but like now they're actually getting like their own spinoff show. And like, that's something that I'm sure a lot of people wanted to see, you know, whereas like, did anybody really ask for Han Solo's backstory? No, they just made the damn movie because Han Solo is popular. They made the damn movie because they know that no, it would sell rather than why would they? Why would they do anything else? Why would they risk doing something fresh and new when they can just, oh, hey, you know, everybody likes Han Solo. Let's give him his own movie. Well, yeah. Because, like, you know, is like, it's not a continuation of something. It's not a backstory to anything. Right. It's own shit. Yes, it happened in between um, episodes six and seven, but it doesn't follow the story of any of the of the main characters or whatever i don't even think we've heard any mention of the main characters in the mandalorian like i think maybe they made like a like a side comment about the emperor but i think that's about it yeah i think there's uh, i've seen a little bit of it and like there's uh you know again spoilers but there's uh there's a girl on there. Isn't there like a girl that works with the Mandalorian that used to be like part of the Empire and shit? No, no. I I think she used to be count. I think she used to be um a rebel shock. Yeah, she was a rebel shock trooper who decided to after you know the fall of the Empire. She decided, hey, I'm gonna work as a bounty hunter or whatever, some or some of the story. And then she ended up with such a huge, um, you know, uh, what do they call uh, all that shit? Um. Um, well, like a bounty. Yeah, she ended up with a huge bounty from the from the New Republic. That you know, if she ever tried to go anywhere near a Republic fleet or whatever, she would end up in deep shit. Well, if I remember correctly from the Mandalorian, she's you know like the places that she's at with the Mandalorian, like she's got to like hide her tattoo or some shit, you know, because like. Otherwise, everybody's gonna look at her and think, "Oh shit!" You know that that's that's an ex stormtrooper. Like, "Oh shit!" You know, wasn't that a girl's part of the empire? Shock trooper. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm not very Star Wars fluent. 
you're almost speaking a different language here. Like, <laughs> no, she was one of the good characters, but she ended up decided to end up going down a uh, questionable path. She's not a bad person per se, but she just you know went down a bad and illegal path because um, bounty hunting for the most part is illegal. If I remember correctly from Star Wars, yeah, like bounty hunters are technically illegal. But it's not for the Mandalorians, right? Because, like, that's part of their religion. Well, no, it's the fact that they're mostly hidden, so most people don't really see them. So the the man, so the Mando doesn't have really any bounty on him. The only time bounty is when he took Baby Yoda instead of, you know, letting that doctor keep him. As far as I know. Uh, with all due respect, uh, again, I'm not very, very fluent with uh, Star Wars. Uh, is there another topic that we were going to get to? Yeah, may, may, may as well. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be rude. I'm. I just no. can't really. Uh, no, let's. Think I, you could get back into more issues with the government and shit or something, or. Uh oh. I, uh, you know, yeah, the government is obviously hiding secrets, but I think, like you said, you know, a lot of those secrets are to protect us, but I think most of them are to protect, you know, the government themselves, you know, from, from officially losing the trust of the people, you know, how, uh, like now we talked about in a different uh, conversation that's not recorded, we talked about, uh, oh, what was it, uh, uh, the cure for cancer? And how that it's more likely just um, that it does actually exist, but it's just kept for people like, you know, like Obama or or people like that, you know, like pretty, pretty much like well, every government in the world has it for like for those important people, like even, you know, the government of Africa, because, you know, the government... In Africa is rich beyond belief, but the majority oh, of them are not. Absolutely, yeah, it's that whole inequality of like wealth and power and shit. Now, is what it is. Well, I mean, I was kind of thinking about this, and uh, I mean, you know, the, in this con, in this con, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm saying Africa is worse off than Cuba in regards to a dictatorship. Like Cuba is is suffering in regards in regards to like their dictatorship and shit. Dude, do you know what Somalia is? That country, that country is so fucked. It's so overrun by like corruption that it doesn't even have a central government. Like, yeah, it's definitely more worse off in Africa, for sure. Like, the only place in Africa where you're gonna be living okay, or even remotely similar to the Western world, is in South Africa, and even there. People get raped and beaten, and and they get infected with disease and all that shit, you know? Yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. And it's all, uh, well, not all of it, but a lot of it is because of, you know, political corruption. But uh, anyways, uh, now in this conversation we had before, you know, we, we didn't uh, record it or anything, but... Since that conversation, I've kind of thought, you know, the only reason I can think of why the cure for cancer would be kept from the population 
is because it can't be capitalized on. Now, I'm not so sure that's true. I'm pretty sure that, you know, if you if you figured out your son has cancer, I'm pretty sure you would be willing to do anything to cure that, you know? I think the demand for the demand for that is enough to where, you know, because again, you know, the world, unfortunately, at least the Western world, revolves around money. You know, that's and if they can capitalize on it, why the hell wouldn't they, you know? Really? I mean, are they just gonna do that just to keep it for the rich, you know? That that almost sounds like some new new world order shit, you know, like keeping the rich alive and you know. Once the world ends, all the rich are going to be like living well and, you know, all that shit. That would make a lot of sense because from what I can tell, like a lot of the rich people in the world are greedy. The, you know, doctor, like, I mean, like, you know, doctors and therapists, they don't care about money because they can't, I mean, rather, oh, no, they don't care about you. They only care about money. Sorry about that. Um, like, think about it. Like, like <clears throat> therapists, they don't want you to get well. And, but they also don't want you to die. They want to keep you in the loop of where you're depressed and you want to keep coming back. You keep coming back and you keep coming back till you either get better or you die. Hey, I mean, uh, blessed are the rich. Maybe labor and deliver them more. Eh. That's a lyric to a song, by the way, by by a perfect circle. Uh, Anybody who listened to this that got it, a hey. Sorry, just... Wanted to say that real quick. It's the same like with doctors and shit. Like, because like I've had friends that have like tried to go to like the doctor in the local town to get them to change their med, change their med because it's not working for them. And they and the doctor and like doesn't do shit. Like they refuse to change it. Like they refuse to put any effort in because all they really care about is the money. Now like, see, this is this is something. I'm sorry. They know that pill's gonna make them better, so you know. That's why they don't like. Well, this is something I actually have personal experience with because I'm sure, as you know, you know, I suffer from quite severe depression, anxiety, as a lot of people do nowadays. I'm not saying that's special or anything, but as a kid, too. And they didn't give and they didn't give me really any like proper pills to tell me like, yeah, they think they gave me like antidepressants or like, you know, anti-anxiety meds and focusing meds like they gave me like shit like cetylopram um stratera shit like that like they never really gave me anything that would fully help me and i can guarantee you there's a pill out there are pills out there that will fully help you and help well not fully but like nine percent will help you at least be able to put out the like full uh, you know the effort like obviously the last 10 percent is you making that choice but it'll It'll give you the confidence boost. It'll help you through everything. It'll help you out. I'm pretty sure there are pills out like that out there. But right. Well, it's it's important to remember that hmm? these pills. It's important to remember that these pills are a help, not a cure. But even I, then, that's why I said ninety percent. It's not a cure. Because oh, sorry. To do it yourself. You also have to put the last ten percent in yourself. Yeah, and. Again, I, I, I can vouch for that because, I mean, I even now I've been put on I've been put on so many medications. I've been put on Prozac, I've been put on Celexa, I've been put on tra or I've been put on Trazodone for sleeping. 
right now I'm on something called Wellbutrin and then I got like a new medicine I'm on and you know it's and that's just the shit off the top of my head you know it's crazy I get it but I mean like it's with all the same shit like compare the whole like where I said there's a pill there that probably does the 90% these pills nowadays do like maybe 25 to 30% of effort and make it makes you suffer through like the remaining 70 65% Right. Um, well, the crazy thing is, you know, a lot of times, yeah, okay, let's say you're depressed, right? I give you some medicine. Okay, great. Now you can't get your girlfriend pregnant because you're sterile. Well, let me get, let me give you a medication for that. Okay, now my heart can't, not, now my heartbeat is irregular. Okay, well, I got a medication for that. Here, why don't you take this? Okay, now, my, now I have kidney failure. Okay, that's all right. We got a medication for that too. Hey, let, let me just give you this. Okay, now I'm confused all the time and I can't breathe. Well, you know, that shit happens, man. My sister is on so much medication because of shit like that. And, like, now it's medically dangerous for her to even come off of that shit. Like, her brain chemistry is permanently altered forever. You are not supposed to be on antidepressants for your whole life. You are supposed to be on them until you can figure out your depression. You know, you can figure out your coping skills and then you're supposed to come off of them. But doctors are more than, you know, again, this stems back to greed. Doctors are more than happy to keep you on it for the rest of their life. More than happy to. My mom has been on antidepressants for at least 10 years. That's about nine years too many. It's insane. Exactly. Like, I mean, like, honestly, like, there should be a certain period where, like, doctors will wean you off a of med, but will they? No. I mean, like, and I've been on Stratera for, like, the majority of my early childhood, but, I mean, it doesn't really affect me now because they just flat out stopped working because I've had them for so fucking long that they just don't. Right. Or my, my, my body has fought against it to where, like, taking them does jack shit. Like, because I, it's an... Like, I, Sorry. My med, like my med, my meds for like at least a like couple weeks now. Like only time I really take my meds is when I'm literally told by a family member take your pills. Right. I, I mean, I used they just can't seem to wrap their minds around it that these pills just don't work anymore. None of my family members even do do like even like my like even my my own father who was on the same fucking pill doesn't seem to understand get through his fucking head that. It doesn't work anymore, and I'm trying. And I've right. tried to like you know back like back before I turned eighteen. I went up to my uh, to the doctor with my mother, you know, and I was trying to tell them, you know, hey, change the pill. It's not doing anything for me anymore, or or rather, or at least you know, at least try and wean me off of this pill. For the simple fact, it's not doing anything, and I've been able to get further in life, even though I haven't touched this pill in weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all crazy. Effect to Stratera. I think Stratera isn't it, and you know how you've heard of antidepressants. I think Stratera is secretly a depressant because all throughout my childhood, every time I was taking it, I was always depressed. And yes, it was also an environmental thing because you know, I had to deal with shit like with like like you know like my family members and shit constantly going down my you know. Jumping down my throat for little stupid things. 
like even when I wasn't really doing anything wrong. But it's the fact that you know, like I'm maybe without that pill, I probably would have been more better off. Yes, it's a focusing pill. Like sure, it is a focusing pill, but that's like for like school and shit. But there were different reasons why I couldn't focus because I was right. from home life and shit like that. Like, and I'm pretty sure this this pill made it worse. Now, what I don't understand is why pills like this have to be a fucking guessing game. Like, you went to school for like eight years. Is there just really that much medication to where you got to play a guessing game with me and see if that shit's going to work out, you know? That's what I don't fucking understand right there. I don't understand why I, I don't understand why I can't just go to the doctor, tell him everything and you know, of course it's probably not that easy, but guessing games, I mean, that's what a lot of them do. And sometimes they guess the wrong way and this person dies. That's what fucking Mark. Michael Jackson, this fucker guessed, and Michael Jackson ended up what he overdosed or choke on the pill or something. Or no, no dude, My, Michael Jackson totally wanted to get high and he overdosed. It, this was not the doctor's fault. Oh, I thought that they the doctor accidentally gave him pills that mixed wrong. They accidentally mixed <clears throat> them together or something. No, I mean think about it. <clears throat> Michael Jackson is a celebrity. Man, I mean, he's got money, so and money equals fucking power. He can easily go and bribe a doctor to get the good shit. I guarantee that's how he died. He didn't die because the doctor gave him the wrong shit. You know, th this may be something you heard, you know. That may be the story that, you know, oh, the doctor, you know, tried to give him the wrong medication. I actually think he got sued for that, or he, they tried to sue him for that, but no, that... It is not the doctor's fault <clears throat> that Michael Jackson died. He died because he wanted to get high and he took too much freaking pills. That's why he died. Get high off of medication. There's weed, you dumb bastard. What? Like, no. Why didn't you just smoke weed to get high? Why do you do something else? Why do you have to take pills? Why? Did, why? I know the answer to that, but. The reason is because weed is, I mean, compared to shit like cocaine, uh, uh, opiates, it's pussy shit. And, and celebrities can afford it, you know. And trust me, cocaine, this, this is going to blow your mind. Cocaine is worth more per gram than gold is. Damn. That, along with heroin and LSD, are both worth per gram more than gold is that's insane so like a a gram of cocaine on the street if i remember correctly is going to cost you 80 bucks and that shit is cut with baby laxatives and all that shit and uh yeah 80 bucks Damn. it's insane yeah, I, I get that. And I mean, like, but medi medications have technically caused death, like, by complete and utter accident. Take, for example, Whoa. the drummer James Owen Sullivan. His heart medication, in a sense, is what killed him. But, well, I mean, it wasn't really the doctor's fault or anything. It was because his own heart was just too weak to handle them. Like, he was right. uh, 
born with if you know anything about this drummer um he was born with an enlarged heart and mm-hmm. um and his doctor said and his doctor told him dude you're not gonna live to see 30 and he would they mm-hmm. He died like a, like a couple of months before his 29th birthday. He died on December 26, 2009. He was 28 when he passed. He, like, I believe his birthday is um, in a is actually in a couple days, actually. Let me check. I have it saved in my phone. What the fuck is his birthday? Um, i just like to clarify. I don't, I wasn't. My calendar. Uh, oh, it's, on, it's actually on the 9th. When is when he was born and he died on the twenty sixth? Oh shit! You say February 9th? Yeah. Damn, that's my sister's birthday. Holy shit! Oh great. Well, your your sister has the same birthday as a as a drummer that passed away. And, by the way, is one of my idols? I actually even have his symbol tattooed on my back. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's like oh. a memorial. He's, he's the reason why I want to learn. You know, get into like hard rock and metalcore music, like you know, learn how to play that shit. Like he yeah. reasons why I want to. Like his complete his talent, like his drum not is not he's not only like a like a phenomenal drummer, but he he's also like a fantastic vocalist and then just a just damn well amazing songwriter. Like if like you've heard of Vince Sunfold, correct? Oh hell yeah. He was their original drummer. He he made their oh, a, he made their song a little piece of heaven. He wrote almost easy afterlife. Oh um, shit! I can't. I don't remember which other ones he wrote. Um, he's supposed to have lyrics in the song "Bromp and Cocktail," but it caught, but it got cut out. It's like right at the beginning, like where Matt, what Matt was saying, "Dog, I'm dying." Jimmy was supposed mm-hmm. to whisper. Crying out louder and louder. Nobody can hear my screams. He was supposed to sing that when Matt was singing that part, but they cut uh-huh. it up. You can still hear him sing it in the making of Brogdon Cocktail. And I'm sorry for butchering both of their parts, but I had to try. But you get what I mean. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So I definitely know, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Avenged Sevenfold, but I definitely know what Almost Easy is. And, critical acclaim and uh all of that yeah that's amazing beast on critical acclaim i swear to god um can i interrupt real quick sure this has been kind of bothering me since whenever we try to talk over each other do you just hear immediate silence no i don't not at all it's like i can still hear you but like I can still hear myself. It's not like it's not cutting through or anything like that. Why does it not register? Whatever. Whenever you listen. Well, on my end, like if we ever try to talk, on like if we ever try to talk at the same time, it basically just I can't hear you at all the second I open my voice. I I just worried because I didn't know if that would mess mess up your audio or anything. No, no, I can hear you. And uh, that's also probably why like. If you were talking and I continuously talk like that, that was probably why that happened. I feel like that's happened like one time, and I, I'm sorry if that happened. That's I usually yeah, don't do that. I honestly thought that um, you were just trying to finish what you s- said, and when you stopped and you realized I was trying to say something, you were like, "Oh shit! I should l- I should let them talk." Well, you're the host here, so you you 
you know, you I mean, you like the first, like the two episodes that I did for your podcast, like um, like you st- like you did that too for those two. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, it's about to hit the one hour mark. So, um, anything else you want to say before we end this? Uh, I feel like there is, but. Uh, we can go for another fifteen minutes. I'm I'm sure <clears throat> you're mind. Well, shark sonas is best sonas. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> sharks are sharks are the well. I don't want to say the master race, but don't be we, a yeah. Don't be a species. <laughs> Raccoons are better. We'll take over the fandom because we can literally crawl inside it and your ass. <laughs> Two oh, of us. Same. I thought you were like a brown fox. That's actually a fact that that actual raccoons could theoretically fit upside a human rectum. What? There's that much space in a person's ass? Holy shit. Well, a, the human asshole at, at maximum can stretch up to eight inches. A single raccoon can fit into a space of five inches. Wow, that's that's incredible. So uh, about so um, a raccoon and th- and three fifths of a raccoon could fit inside of a human's ass. That's that's morbidly awesome. <laughs> exactly, I learned that a long time ago, and I've made and I've made jokes about it a lot because it's just so. Funny. What if like there's people on like videos like you know they have that that fox there that little tail sticking out what if like that's them trying to figure out if it's true or not the fuck what oh my god i just disturbed now i I, i'm shit i'm i'm disturbed all all the time i'm alive so like therefore i'm disturbed That's just a theory. A uh, furry theory. Thanks for watching. I actually said gay theory, by the way. What? I said gay theory. Oh, gay. Th- that's that's actually pretty better. You do you remember when that when that um, parody of that of that quote came out? <laughs> no, but that's that's funny. I, I didn't know that. Uh but anyways, um uh, we should probably uh, end the episode now. So, this has been the Fresh Pandas Alleyway Podcast, Season 1, Episode 2. Thanks for joining me, Cascade. Hey, thanks for having me again. No problem. I wish uh, I wish you the best of luck with, uh, with uh, all of this. And, uh, you know, me as a fellow podcaster, I'll, be able, I'll help you every step of the way. Thank you. And I hope... Nar- View your podcast as well. You want to shout out your podcast? Uh, <clears throat> sure. I mean, I've changed the damn thing so many times I can barely remember it. But uh, I think the current title I have on Anchor is the oh shit, oh Club Cascade is actually, and I still don't like that title either. And that's like my fourth title I've had. But damn it, that's what it is. Don't judge me. I think and that show. 
Nice. Uh, uh, Galena is actually in two of those episodes, and I've been recording them on. I've just been recording them and then posting them on um, Telegram. So from I think uh, pretty soon I'll have that up on uh, Anchor. I think I'm going to be trying to do a podcast every other day. So um, just uh, if you ever want to keep in touch, uh, I should probably make a Twitter. But a hey, best way to find me is on Telegram, and I got a channel on there. So uh, hey, yeah, come and listen to us. We'll have, we'll have a ton of fun if you're feeling daring daring enough. Come talk to us. I'll, I'll have anybody on. You know, you put Except the link to um, your um, Telegram channel in the uh, bio of this um, podcast. So if people want oh, cool. to see it, just you know, go to the bio. You'll see it's right there. Oh yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, it's not like you have a Twitter, so I can't put you in there like I like I like I put Ali's Twitter in there, like for the last one. Is that a hint? I'm just saying that I, I do that, so I have to put, put the panel. 